So there's a new season of Shameless, and I, I, I'm just not sure if I'm feeling the vibe of, like, who? The, the pandemic happened, right? Whether it was a conspiracy or actual, like, whatever your thoughts, like, this did, this did actually happen globally, where, where either fake statistics were coming out and people weren't actually, do- like, what, whatever your thought process is, it did actually happen, like, something occurred, and I don't know if I like to just see it, see it on like shows, like the the fucking new season of Shameless, and we're pretty pretty far into it, and it like everything is about. I mean, it's got it's the same storyline, but it's like wrapped up in the pandemic and masks, and like let's like there's a lot of uh like hidden innuendo, I guess, where like it's just, and it's not just that show. I don't know. I, I don't watch much TV, but like, what? Come on. Come on. Why are we doing this? Let's not normalize. Like, not yet. Like, let's just keep, <laughs> keep going. I don't, I don't want, I don't know. I'm not, I get it. I get it. It's a nice way to insert some views, which I'm not saying I disagree with them. I just prefer my shows to be not loosely based on reality. It's just like a nice place that you can escape. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a call the other day from, I didn't answer because it came up like just real fucking weird, whatever the, um, like the caller ID. I was like, mm, not going to do it because my normal answer is, hi, this is Krista. <laughs> and sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll talk to those people for a while. Sometimes I'll just hang up. It depends who's who's calling and what kind of mood I'm in, but I didn't answer this one. I think it said like toll-free number as the caller ID, something like that. And they leave me a message and they're like, hi, this is, it's like the discount grocer. You have a gift card here to pick up. I was like, oh shit. Every time you leave this like discounting grocery place, which is a great place to buy like fresh fruits and vegetables, as long as you eat them right away. They have, some, they have a lot of really good deals. A lot of obscure things that <laughs> before, when I say before, I mean like last month when I was eating terribly, I could go in there and it was just like amazing. Everything I looked was like birthday cake flavored or like here's cookies in a box that looks like cereal. So you'll think it's cereal, but it's just actually little cookies. Everything is delicious. So anyway, it's probably been like like two, three months since I've even been in there. But when you pay, you <laughs> it says the amount that you save at the bottom of your receipt. And you rip that off. You write your phone number on the back. And you stick it in this big box at the end. And I'm always like, I hope I win. So I go there. And I'm like, I'm going to pick this thing up, man. Fuck. And I'll get some groceries. Because I overspent a touch. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, my budgeting skills still aren't on par, but um, I was like, let me get some more of these fresh groceries. Yes. So I go, and there's this one cash register lady has no one in her line. She's just standing there. And I go up to her. Mind you, I don't have any groceries. <laughs> I just go right up to there because there's not like a counter or customer service or anything. There's like three lines that you can check out. So I go to this lady that has nothing and is standing there, and she puts her finger up, and she's like, just a minute. And I was like, okay, no problem. And I don't even know if she noticed that I didn't have anything, like, up on the belt. Like, I'm not sure. But she 
proceeds to like take all these bags out of her boxes and hang them up and then fill her sanitation dispenser. And then she fills this little, I don't even know what it was, like I guess a container of water to help open the bags. And she, she was like prepping and stocking her whole area to the point that the lady at the register beside her is like looking at me and looking at her and like looking at me looking at her like what is going on here why what why can't you talk while you're doing this but whatever um so finally she's like she looks at me and she's like looking at the belt like go ahead put your groceries up there and I was like oh I um got a call that I won this card you know and she's like oh let me get the manager and the <laughs> the manager she's she's like does anybody see Larissa and she come like walking out of the office, like she's in like a, well, like a blast from the past. It was like '90s angst, you know, like that, like teenage. She's like, I heard someone call my name. <laughs> I was like, she's like, this girl won the this the save, win what you save thing. She's like, oh, what's your name? And I, I'm like Krista, and she fucking she goes back, and the lady from my cash register goes back. The lady beside her who we had before, and it's just, like, super slow, like, is looking at me, and I was like, no, like, uh-uh, it's fine, it's good, we're just, we're winning these prizes, and they come out, and they're like, oh, my God, this is the card that's been sitting there for months, nobody claimed it, I can't believe you finally came in and got it, and I was like, well, they just called me yesterday, I mean, like, but I came and got it before, so anyway, we, I, it was, I was like, a mental note, do not go to this first lady to check out, and do not go to the second lady to check out. We will go to the third lady that is actually like a, I don't know, 17-year-old girl that looks like her puppy just died. I don't, I'm not sure, but I was like, that's where we're going. And she, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so while we're shopping, I see yogurt. And I was like, oh, I love yogurt. And I can eat it with fruit. And it makes me, uh, like, trick my brain into it being a dessert somehow. Uh, so I got, <laughs> I got like, three of those large containers of yogurt. I'm like, this is perfect. And I unpack everything. I get home, you know, like, put everything away. And I'm eating this yogurt. And I was like, it's super close to expiring. It's, like, one day away from expiring. And I'm... I was like, wow, I don't even need to mix it up or anything. It hasn't like, you know, sometimes that yogurt gets like watery and it's just a process. You just have to stir it up. It's just part of it. Yeah, it wasn't like that. I was like, oh shit, this is actually pretty good. It's like a weird, weird taste, but but good. It's not, not what I'm used to. Again, isn't it like plant-based yogurt? It's not dairy. It's not milk. It's like dairy-free, gluten-free, soy-free heart free like it's just <laughs> free of everything I was like ah. so I, I I sent a picture of it too my sister Amanda I'm like this looks like it's right up your alley enjoy it was actually really good I still have two containers left but it, <laughs> I was like what like so if we can get seed-based yogurt and it did actually have like those active cultures in it it said plant-based active cultures and it had a like, couple listed so if the seed-based yogurt can be used for, like, our gut health instead of the milk. I, 
I don't know. It's just, a, it's something to think about, you know, like, like, what? I didn't even know this was something. And here I am, like, it's actually good by accident. I probably wouldn't have got it on purpose. But, you know, <laughs> yesterday I went to Roots, our little, like, country market to try and get vegetables and fruit because it's so much cheaper there. And if you actually eat them, it's good. They last you a couple days, you know, whatever. But it's way cheaper than buying them at the grocery store. Like, ridiculously cheaper. <laughs> it's so weird. It almost makes you want to, like, buy them from Roots and sell them to the grocery store and be like, here you go. Like, sell them at your house. It's not a bad idea, right? Um, but we go there, and I called my grandpa on the way. And he's like, oh, if you see any mums that are cheap, get them for me. I was like, okay. So aren't they fucking doing the flower auction where the guy, the auctioneer, like, stands up at the front, and they, they just, these guys just keep bringing out, like, boatloads of, like, flowers and plants and, like, gourds and pumpkins and scarecrows and, like, all kinds of fall stuff. They keep bringing all these things out, and um, you bid on them. And I, I'm like, uh, Jen, do you want to go get the vegetables, and I'll go get a ticket and bid on some of this stuff? So she goes and comes back, and we had we had her car. It's electric, which is awesome, and it but it has like like negative trunk space. It's weird. So she goes, and I I have these like four giant mums. They're gorgeous. They're like three dollars each. I was like, yes, I love these. And she was like, I'm gonna go home and unload these and then bring the truck back. And I was like, okay. Aye, aye, Captain. And I took that as my cue. <laughs> like, get whatever you want. <laughs> That's the, bring in the truck. So we're, we're, I'm like getting out, like strategically. There was like certain colors that my grandpa wanted. My brother said get some for his wife. I'm trying to try and like be thoughtful about what I'm getting. And because um, we can't plant ours in the yard anymore because the chickens will eat them like completely down to the ground. Like, <laughs> like not even... They can't even, like, survive at all. So weird. <laughs> so Jen finally comes back, and she's making, like, 10 trips to the truck with, like, all of these. She's like, fuck, you know, I got, like, 30 plants or something. And she's there with me, and she's like, we're, we're, uh, she wanted me to get pumpkins, and the pumpkins were going for, like, way more than we could buy pumpkins for. <laughs> and everybody, it's, it's kind of like a, like a, cutthroat type thing like it's just real weird the auctioneer's at the front he's like da 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 five dollars five fifty five da da and he is quick so you have this little ticket that you put up and as soon as you hold your ticket up he'll be like five dollars five fifty da 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 like he, he it doesn't matter if you wanted to bid on that at three dollars if two people beside you were like three dollars three fifty four dollars like you're bidding on it at four dollars and sometimes he'll be like you have to buy four four times the money it's just interesting. But um, when people come up and they're like, oh, I didn't know you had to buy four. He's like, got to do it. Take them. Whatever ones. So they they had these like, like what, bronze-ish, chromey-colored mums that my grandpa wanted. And Jen's like, oh, look. Look what's up there. So I see these mums. And he's like, I've been on them for three fifty. I was like, awesome. He's like, I come up and I was like, Oh man, in front of the mums, we were standing pretty far back. In front of the mums were all of these gourds on the table. I was like, did I bid on these gourds? I thought I was bidding on the mums. And he's like, no, the gourds. And I just looked at him and I was like, man, 
And he's like, did you want the mums? I was like, yeah, I thought I was bidding on those. And he, he was going to let me rescind my bid, not have the bid. And all I thought was like, <laughs> I've got like the Tiger King behind me. Is this guy like all leather with his, like everything but the limp. I've got like just so many um, like real harsh people that you wouldn't want to confront. Like you wouldn't want to be on the other side of an argument with them. Like it's just, and that I, <laughs> for a split second, I almost was like, oh, just, I just, yeah, I just pass. Let me pass. Um, and then I was like, I will probably get attacked by all of these people because he's being real strict with everyone. And I don't want to like <laughs> use my charm to get out of these mums or to get out of these little pumpkins. So I, <laughs> I like load up my arms and he's like, you know what I do? I'll do. I'll start you with the next bid. He's like 350 for the mums. And I was like, oh, perfect. So that's cool. So I'm carrying these, <laughs> I'm carrying the, all these like, gourds back to Jen, like way at the end of the crowd. And I hear sold 350. And I was like, damn it. And I was like, Jen, just go get them. And she's like, I don't like, <laughs> she's, she's not as comfortable doing things as I am. So I have this, I was like, there's no way I can put these gourds down like gently. Like they, <laughs> there's just like all, like I'm holding like 20 balls in my arm. Like, I can't just put it down one at a time. They're just going to, she's like, just drop them. And I drop, <laughs> I drop them because this thing's pretty fast moving. So I drop them and they just scatter like balls, you know? And I go, if I get these, I get these mums. But Jen wanted the gourds, so I'm glad I didn't take them back. But when I, when I walk back with the mums, there's, like, people, you know, carrying them, <laughs> carrying them back. They were picking them up. Oh, it was a good time. And then I got home, and I, I called my grandpa on the way home. I was like, hey, we have mums. Come pick what you want. And he came out and was like, wow, <laughs> you really did get a lot of mums, didn't you? But, uh. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I think they're beautiful. I like how they come up. I was like, yeah, plant them. They'll come back next year, which is cool to think about. <laughs> I um, I was asked recently what what um my favorite gift was, and I was like, oh, I don't know how. Like, like what? What's my best gift? Something like that. And I was like, uh, I think that my best gift is going to be my healing properties, like my healing quality is how like, I, like, I could just make things better, you know, almost immediately, um, maybe only for the moment, but that I can do that. My favorite is the like universal connection, psychic ability type thing. Love that. I was like my most important, I think is my ability to teach, because I think I can teach more people to, you know, move out of love. And whatever that looks like. But um yeah, it's so interesting to think about. Like it's so interesting. And I don't know. We are all different. And I think that we need to remember that we are all different and we're all on a different path. And while we are all experiencing similar situations, we're experiencing them from a different place. So what I see as being, you know what I see as being helpful, you may see as being hurtful because maybe I've been hurt by it before and I can see it already. And it's helpful for me to understand like that person and future situations. Everything is just like different for everyone, which is why we can't, we can't always assume things. We can't always, we can't always think that it's about us. 
if something is not right, if something doesn't feel right, if something is is off, if someone is talking about you, if someone is saying bad things about you, if someone is like, there's a lot of times that people say stuff just to get the attention off of themselves or because they don't want to be honest with themselves. Sometimes people say things like <laughs> just to completely divert the situation. Like, oh, hell no, that wasn't me. That was you. Everybody's different. We just all need to recognize. I think, really, I think it's just a nice breakdown. There's like good people and there's bad people. And I mean, as I journey into the world, like I'm I'm starting to see just like a lot of good people in person. Like not not not, you know, just a lot of the people I encounter are I mean, except that fucking neighbor of mine that calls the cops on us. Like I still I, I still can't understand that. I still can't put like a silver lining around that. Where you, you know, perhaps afraid that the like fence was going to catch on fire like did you just want the cops to come to make sure that we were being safe because we're girls like what was it and like that's what I'm saying I I still can't put because otherwise what you're just a jerk because the neighbors beside me have fires a lot and they're actually like playing music and being loud the neighbors beside him have fires a lot and I, I don't ever see cops coming for that, but like, it's, it's, it's just weird. I can't quite understand it, but I'm just going to leave like a little, a little bookmark there because I don't want to, I don't want to turn it negative. I'm going to leave it open to being like some other type of interpretation because what? Like, <sighs> excuse me, I, like, no, 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 that's not how we roll, (laughs) I got asked about the continuation of the, the, uh, talks with ladies from, you know, the early days, so, uh, in the next segment, I'll, I'll read another little excerpt from that, spread love, we're back with helpful talks with girls from 1910, uh, this chapter's improved opportunities, other fields of effort, We have mentioned the entrance of women into the educational work because there is perhaps no other field, certainly none so important, in which larger numbers of the sex are professionally employed. It would be a mistake, however, to suppose that in the great advance which promising, if not equally important, have been opened up for women. We find her managing the farm successfully. As a shop or storekeeper, she has taken high rank with the men of that class. And the wholesale merchants freely assert that business women meet their obligations with more promptness than do men. Oh, can we read that again? The wholesale merchants freely assert that business women meet their obligations with more promptness than do men. I like that. In the trades, she is taking a high rank. Next to eating, people perhaps spend more upon their clothes than in supplying any other personal want. Not only are women now, as they have been in the past, the milliners and dressmakers, they have also become the manufacturers of clothing for boys and men. Their artistic taste and their love for the home, beautiful, have induced them to become decorators. And in all of our large cities, women can be found occupying foremost positions in the Department of Labor. 
there are women pilots, women miners, women blacksmiths, women carpenters, and it is said woman masons. But we do not cite such examples for emulation, but rather to show what women can do if want requires and necessity compels the professions. Two generations ago, a woman lawyer or a woman doctor was undreamt of. True, a few ambitious women up to the middle of the 19th century had attempted to become doctors, but they found the doors of the medical colleges in the old and new worlds closed in their faces. They met with a like reception at the law school, but they were not discouraged. The old prejudices are vanishing with the old superstitions, but the prejudice against women have been among the slowest to go. We cannot attempt to emulate at this time the number of women lawyers in the country alone, but they certainly run into the thousands. After persistent knocking at the doors of the medical schools of the old and new worlds, they were slowly open to women, and she was quick to avail herself to the opportunities. Nurses. Closely allied to the profession of medicine is that of a trained nurse. Before the middle of the last century, the trained nurse was unknown. True, there were nurses in the old-fashioned sort, such as Dickens describes in his character of Betsy Prigg, but where these were successful, it was due to a natural aptitude for the work rather than an acquired skill. Up to the Crimean War in 1855, women were unknown in the hospitals of the world. Perhaps we might accept the Sisters of Charity who made a specialty of visiting the sick in, of hospital work. Florence Nightingale, an English woman of good birth, superior education, and a heart that went out to sympathy to every form of human suffering, learned how the sick and wounded soldiers from Sebaspool were dying by thousands from wounds and diseases in the Turkish hospitals at Securdi. She offered her services as a nurse to the British government and at first was met with opposition, but she persisted and at length was permitted to go at her own expense to Turkey. There she found conditions so horrible that had her heart been less bold, she might well have been deterred from things that needed to so much to be done. But she set to work with a will. Soon the fetid hospital under her charge was converted into a place wholesome and cleanly. The wounded soldiers hitherto accustomed to the well-meant but rough treatment of their male nurses came to look on the slender, sweet-faced, soft-voiced women as an angel sent from above. The oath and, of course, speech died out in the hospital wards. Rude men became gentle, dying men who took a new grip on life, and into the worn faces of the men who had faced death in the trenches, there came an expression of hope that was realized under her gentle administrations. Soon the world rang with stories of this heroic woman's efforts in behalf of the suffering. Poets sang her praises, painting, painting, painters depicted her as an angel of the hospital, and writers and orators made the world ring with this glory of her exploits. The nobility of her character, to the example of this splendid woman, more than anything else, we owe the origin of the trained nurse. Realizing her usefulness, <laughs> this, this, sometimes this is, well, the way that this is written, it makes it difficult to read because there's words that I would say differently because just of the timing. Realizing her usefulness today, 
well, there, there's a hyphen there. We wonder how the world got along before the coming of the trained nurse. And now that it has learned her great usefulness, it will never let her go. The doctors, as we have said, showed opposition to the coming of women rivals, but not so much with the trained nurse. They were quick to see her usefulness, and with both hands, they welcomed her as an ally and a friend. We have today, in connection with many of our hospitals and medical colleges, schools for the special training of nurses. The intellectual requirements are perhaps not as great as those for the high school teacher, but like the true teacher, the true nurse must have a good natural aptitude for her work, a good common school education, a sympathetic heart, a keen intelligence, great self-command, and where the sympathies are excited and the requisites of the born nurse in this most useful field, thousands of young women are today not only earning a living commiserating with their work, but they're also doing a vast amount of good where their services are sorely needed. So interesting to see how far things have changed. And then and on the same token, like how, how much things have not changed. Spread love.